Hi, welcome to my podcast channel. Today I am here with Sarah. And so my topic today is about animal testing. And my topic today is about assisted suicide. Okay, so what is your point of view of animal testing, Sarah? Well, Katie, um, I don't really know that. I know that one of the top things that they use for animal testing is makeup, mm-hmm. which is something that people, women, men use every day. So I think, really, what else are you going to test on Yeah, if you can't use animals? Yeah, that's what, so, like, um, just... What I am indecisive on, on whether it's, like, a cruel thing that we are testing and killing all these animals, but also, what else are we going to test on to know, like, yeah, like the effects of something? humans for this testing? Yeah, and kill a bunch of humans. So, thing but is, the this, reason that they kill them is because they don't want to put them through pain. A lot of that, yeah. So, um, euthanizing animals after testing, they could use sedatives or anesthetics. They sometimes use decapitation or breaking the animal's spine. That's often, like, a method for the smaller animals, like mice and rats. killing them? Yeah. How would they break their spine? Like They, I don't know, probably just, like, with a hard force or something. Like, individual. Yeah, and they sometimes irritate the brain, and they use electrocution for large animals. Mm -hmm. Or carbon monoxide. Yeah, they use the carbon monoxide. Mm -hmm. Um, But the testing, so the testing that we do this on for all the species are like rats, Frogs, dogs, cats, rabbits, hamsters, guinea dogs. pigs, mm-hmm. monkeys, fish, and birds. And so they use dogs and like cats from like humane societies if they're not being adopted or anything. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of sad to think that like these poor dogs who aren't being adopted, they have to go through like testing and they get hurt and sometimes killed. So, do you think that the animals should be like released after they've been tested, or what's your point of view on that? Okay, so if the animal, I doubt they would kill it if it's not gonna suffer or if it didn't need to be. So, I mean, if it's gonna suffer and you're gonna put it back wherever it was, there's no. That's not life. That's just it, like, being in pain. Mm-hmm. So I don't think... I think that... Not a courtesy, but, like, leaving the animal in pain just to live yeah. with that. Like, chemical burns all over its body or whatever. So, um... They aren't released. No animals... Really, no animals have been released. Except for if there's this one ranch that accepts some animals... Um, only one? Well, there probably is more, but... Yeah. Um, 
well, they aren't released because one, they can be tested again, and they them being held in captivity for that long and just like being in that habitat, they wouldn't be able to cope in the environment mm-hmm. being like released. Least, yeah. And like a while. <laughs> a lot of them sustain injuries and would be really unrealistic to put them in a home where they're going to... Yeah, that would just be inhumane. Yeah. Like they're, that would just be... Or back in the wild. Um, so, a lot of these experiments are for new drugs, um, for food, cosmetics, chemicals, uh, biology lessons, medical training, and just, like, out-of-curiosity experiments, Mm -hmm. which I think the curiosity experiments I get, but I feel as though we shouldn't waste these animals, even though, like, rats and mice, which they're most likely to be overpopulated um yeah they are overpopulated so yeah it's not like they're really gonna go extinct from this yeah but yeah um so tell me more about um assisted suicide so do you know anything about this subject i do not okay so, it's called euthanasia, and the definition of euthanasia, it's a noun, and it is, it's telling you about, um, or it's saying it's a painless death assisted by someone else. So, okay. it's, in my opinion, it is not suicide, and that is the case for many others terminally ill patients they think it's offensive for their quality it's looking at their quality of life if like if their only way out is that and they're in pain every day of their life and they meet the criteria then Mm -hmm. i think that it should be a definite choice for that yeah um so if they have like a um if they're like brain dead and stuff like that and they're just like in a lot of pain and they don't have like anything that says to like pull the plug on them can doctors still oh no there are certain criteria you have to meet to be able to go through this procedure. Such like you have to be an adult who has a life expectancy of less than six six months or less. Um, you have to be mentally capable of making that decision. So someone has to come in and determine that you are phys- like you're you are capable of making that decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, no, someone who would, is brain dead and has a DNR would not be able to have this procedure done. Is a lot of people against this procedure? Um, yes. Well, so there's one case in the state of Maine 
two representatives or two people didn't show up that day. Mm-hmm. So it was the bill, uh, dignity, or death of dignity or something. The bill was passed, mm-hmm. but then they redid it, which is the first time they did it in a while because the two other representatives or whoever were able to show up and it still won by just like two or three votes. So it's very controversial. Um, so I'm guessing you are for this. Well, yes. Yes, I would say I'm definitely for this. Not that I am terminally ill and can speak for anyone who is. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure not everyone would want this procedure done. I'm not, like, obviously. But I'm sure if you asked anyone who people are terminally ill and they have, they meet the criteria and say their best friend is in pain and they, like, they wouldn't vote against that for their, because they know how it is. Like, they know how it feels. Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense to. It's like, is, do a lot of people, um, are for it because they just want that, those who are terminally ill to have the best quality of life. Like, they don't want to be living their life in. Or lack of, I guess. Really? Mm -hmm. It's sad to think about people who are just so sick, have no other way out but looking at this option. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think that they're, like, I understand, I guess, where they're coming from. Are there a lot of cases like this, or? Um, so, yes. I believe in, oh, where is it? In some country, there was this illegal assisted suicide clinic, I guess. Or Really? Yes, and people were going in, and if they met the criteria, they would do it. And then people were getting arrested and, like, for death, like, for killing. Yeah. So, yeah. Can you get, like, charged with this if, like, you... Like, if it's not legal, and also sometimes these things go wrong. So if you, say, do this procedure and it doesn't work and it ends up putting paralyzing someone or their body doesn't respond the way you think it will, you can be sued. You can be put in jail. Is there any way to, like, so back to, like, the animal testing, would animal testing, would this p- procedure, um, could they, like, practice and see the results on animals? I'm sure. I'm sure that they have before they test it on people. Because making... You don't want them to be put in pain while this is happening. Yeah. You want it to be quick and painless, and that's what euthanasia is, like... But also, like, a lot of these tests putting... being put on animals, the treatments do not show promise... In animals, and they real rarely work in humans. So like, I like it's even if we practice and practice on these animals, the human body is still not going to react the same way. And individually, like one person is going to act differently from another. Yeah, that's true, and that's why there's many different drugs for many of the same things. Mm-hmm. For the person who is allergic to 
something, and the other person, then like another person could be have a like react differently. It's yeah, just, you'd never know how someone's gonna react to a new like a new drug or a, a product. Yeah. So we also have Annabelle Hunt here talking about abortion laws. Yeah. All right. So Annabelle is for abortion. She is a pro-life. No, she's pro-choice. Pro-choice, I mean. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So many. Why are you pro-choice? I am pro-choice because there are many more pros to pro-choice and cons to and like pros to pro-life. So yeah. And there are a bunch of abortion laws trying to go through, especially in southern states. Like Louisiana, um, Alabama, and Missouri. Is there any like um, reason as to why like these southern states are doing this? Is it because like a lot of them are Catholic, like religious, yeah. and they don't believe in that? Like yeah, so a lot of the population um, of like people who are religious live in southern states and so that's one of the reasons why they're voting to pass this law because many people like don't believe in abortions so what is your what meets your God? Do you think anyone anywhere should be able to have an abortion? I do think anyone anywhere should be able to have. No matter how old the fetus is inside, no yeah. matter anything. I don't think. I a disagree. Woman... So if they're you, at, so you like, you think if the the fetus or the baby can breathe on its lungs are fully developed and can breathe on its own, you should still be able to terminate it. Yes. A mother should. Not Any condition like. Yes, a mother should not be forced into motherhood. You shouldn't... I... You have to think about the quality of life that the child is going to have. If the mother is living in poverty, you know? Okay, but Annabelle, what... But why... What about adoption? I don't see why they would wait eight months. Like, I get, like, some women, they don't know that they're pregnant until, like... Two or three months, even. Yeah, but like eight, like eight and a half eight months. months that's a child. Something. Yeah, that's almost ready. Do for. you still? At that point, I don't think they should have an abortion. They should you probably just, give the child up for adoption. <laughs> so even with like, all these children in the system and stuff like that, you think that, um. Like, what, so, with all these children in the system, do you think abortion will help with that problem? Yeah, I do. 
there, well, there are a lot of kids out in the world already that need homes. And so not being able to have abortions, the population of like the world is going, it's going to like skyrocket. But then you have people, I am completely pro-choice. You Mm -hmm. do you, it's your body, your choice. I mean, and no one should take that away from you. I think that you should have certain respect for what's living inside of you. I think that once I can, I think at this point, once your fetus can breathe on its own, once its lungs are developed, there's no option for terminating it. I think that you should have the baby and you can put it up for adoption. Or you can, I don't, I just don't think it's right to be doing that. Is there any data showing that these abortions will cause more death and stuff because of at-home abortions? Yeah, there is. Many, Many people, because they can't go to a clinic and have an abortion, they're going to try and do at-home abortions, which is very, very dangerous. Infection. You could tear something inside other than... is It can cause internal bleeds, ulcers. Along with, like, these at-home abortions, do you think there's going to be deaths with the sense they can't get an abortion, but their their child has... um, medical conditions they have medical conditions from this child well and not there are a lot of exceptions for the abortion laws so what are the exceptions uh, so <coughs> in many states there are the medical condition um exceptions where if the mother or the child has um some sort of medical condition that could put either of them in danger, um, that could be um, an exception. Yeah. How do you feel about uh, the heartbeat law or the heart rate? So the heartbeat law, I don't believe in because even well, if the belief system is, or <laughs> I don't think it's right because. Um, a fetus has a heartbeat at around eight weeks, and babies at eight weeks, they're like, they're not fully developed, they don't have a brain. That, that's also not fair, because, like, people don't know, don't know that they're pregnant. Six weeks, yeah. so, like, yeah. like, pregnancy tests, like, a lot of them don't show up. Mm-hmm. So, like after two weeks. So if you're one of those people, which a lot are that don't know until later on in the pregnancy, yeah. that's kind of just like unfair. Yeah. Because like you said, different bodies respond differently to different things. Yeah. So there's no some there's no one telling you like babies develop at different rates. Mm-hmm. So there's some person that could probably wait like way longer than another person to get an abortion or to even know that they have a baby or a fetus. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Bye.